Okay, everybody, today I want to talk about something that's really, really important. You have this great idea, and you decide that you want to protect it. I understand. I have a lot of ideas that I filed patents on, and I learned a couple things along the way. Number one, it's very expensive. And number two, you better make sure you're filing on an idea that potentially um, the market wants it. So you're not just filing for a patent because of fear or whatever. You're filing for a patent because you're knowledgeable. All right, but what's happening here, and I'm hearing this over and over again, that some of these patent attorneys are maybe aren't giving you the big picture. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that maybe they're taking advantage of you, and, and that's a problem. So during this video, I'm gonna talk about all the different signs, red flags along the way, that maybe your patent attorney does not have your best interest. So here we go. Like I said, I'm a big patent holder. James is gonna show you all the patents I've got over here on my wall. I've been to federal court. I defended my patents against a toy company, Lego. I get it, I love patents, but you gotta make sure you're working with the right patent attorney. Okay, number one, prior art. Let me discuss what prior art is. Prior art could be anything that uh, discloses your invention it could be a prior patent, it could be an article, it could be something selling on the internet, it could be any of those things. And that prior art will stop you from obtaining your patent because that invention has been out there in the market. So it's not new, it's not novel, it's called prior art. Okay, so number one, if you're working with a patent attorney and they're not recommending to you to do a prior art search, right? That's a red flag. Someone has to do it. Uh, and the reason why, if your idea has already been invented, when you start to work with the USPTO and file for your patent, they're going to find that prior art and they're gonna argue uh, to you and your patent attorney why you should not re receive your patent because of the prior art, it already exists. So you need to look. And the, one of the best ways to look is to hire a third-party search firm, I did, I've done it before, that, that will look on Google Patents um, or the USPTO and do a very thorough worldwide search to see if your idea is new. Now, realize they cannot find everything, but you have to do this. It's really critical. So you have to know what's out there so you can prepare for it. Maybe you, you say, no, I don't want to go forward, or maybe you have to retweak it, retweak it or change it up a little bit, but you, you have to know what's been done before you. Now, if your patent attorney wants to do the prior art searching themselves, red flag. No, you have to find an independent company, firm person to do it for you. Better yet, learn how to do it yourself, but please, that's a red flag if they don't even mention it or if they want to do it themselves. Okay, number two, you have to do a Google image and a Google image search and a Google shopping search yourself to see if your idea is new. You can sit there on a computer in a couple hours, you can search everywhere to see if you can find your idea. It's easy to do. Even go down to a retailer and look around, but do a lot of searching. Try to find your idea. Now, if your patent attorney tells you you shouldn't do that, because you know Google is going to you know see what you're searching for and steal your idea. It's terrible advice. I've heard that just recently. I just wanted to cringe. All right, so you have to do that type of searching. It's very very important. Okay, number three. If your patent attorney is selling fear, 
run for the hills. If your patent attorney is telling you, hey, you better patent this or someone's going to steal it from you, that's just a red flag, you guys. Your patent attorney should give you the pros and cons, what to look out for, the whole process. But selling fear for you to take action to file for a patent is wrong. So be careful that they're not selling fear to get to motivate you to file a patent. Okay, uh, number four, cost. You have to know all the costs that are associated with filing a patent, and that's going to include office actions. You see, what's going to happen once you file it um, later, a couple years later, the USPTO is going to do a search. They're going to search for prior art, and there's a very good chance they're going to find something. Maybe it doesn't even relate to what you have, but that's the process. They're going to find something, and they're going to, it's called an office action, and they're going to send to your patent attorney the reason why you shouldn't get this, your patent, because it's not new and it's not novel because they found some prior art. All right, that is so important to know that's going to happen. In fact, it's going to probably happen three times to you. It's happened three times to me with all the patents I've had. I hate it. I don't like it. That's just the way it works. Those office actions cost about $2,500. Oh, gee, they're expensive. So ask, make sure your attorney is including the big picture of what this is going to take for them, right? to file your patent and make sure they include office actions. They don't like to include it sometimes because it could add up to $8,000 or $7,500. And if they tell you up front, you might run for the hills. So that's why they're not. Okay, number five. I always recommend filing a provisional patent application. It's a great way to test the waters. It's a simple uh, filing. It doesn't have to have claims. But if your patent attorney wants to write your provisional patent application like it's a patent, that's a problem to me because that's going to get really expensive. In some situations, that could cost you up to $10,000 for a provisional patent application. That is ridiculous. Now, in some situations, if you're this big company, uh, that, maybe that makes sense. But if you're an independent inventor trying to be frugal with your budget, you don't need to spend $10,000 on a provisional patent application. That's insanity. So if they want to do it that way, find another patent attorney. Whew, that drives me crazy when I, when I, when I just heard that. Okay, uh, number six, interviews. Now, I just mentioned to you that when you do get an office action, that you can, and your patent attorney will get this office action, and you'll have to reply back to the patent examiner on why your product is new and novel. It costs about $2,500 per office action, so there's a good chance you're going to get three of them. I would have, and I would highly recommend that your patent attorney does a, an interview with the patent examiner, because if they get on the phone and they start to talk, there's a very good chance they can figure out how to get around some of the issues. Now, if you don't do that, I can guarantee that you're probably going to do more office actions than you want because you're not really talking to the patent examiner to figure out, you know, how do I get this over this hump or how do I work with you or how do I get this issued? If you're going back with this office actions, it's just going to cost you more money. So make sure your patent attorney likes to do interviews when it comes to office actions. It's going to save you money. In their opinion, I'm going to say this, this is going to sound t terrible here, but you realize that patent attorneys get paid by problems, not by your success of getting the patent issued faster 
So come on, you have to be realistic about this. So make sure you ask your patent attorney about office actions and make sure they like to do them. And make sure they've got a good track record of getting patents issued. You can check on that as well. Okay, number six, or number seven, this is the big one. If, if, you're, if, you, if you're on Google and you see an ad for a patent attorney saying, hey, we're a patent, you know, we're a patent attorney, we do a great job, that's a red flag for me. No patent attorney should be running ads on Google. Good patent attorneys don't have to do that because it's all by word of mouth. It's referrals. So if you, if you see this ad and you click on it and this guy looks great, I would, you know, kick the tires a little bit more because to me it just doesn't make sense. Always get referrals, in my opinion. That's the best way to find good patent attorneys. Now, if you need help with this, and you haven't pulled the trigger yet, make sure you reach out to Andrew or myself down below. We can help you with this problem. We know some great patent attorneys and we can explain the whole process. So I went over some of the red flags. What bothers me about this whole process is that if you're not knowledgeable, there's a very good chance your patent attorney is not going to do a great job. And there's a good chance that some of them might take advantage of you. And that to me is a crime because those ideas that you have are very special. They're precious. They're your dreams. And you need your patent attorney to be on your side working for you, not trying to take advantage of you. Well, there. I said it. Stephen Key here. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time.